Let's send up praise to the Lord. He is worthy. He is worthy. Come on, let's let's extend it a little bit. Let's just let's just love him right now. Let's just love him. Father, we love you. Lord, we adore you. We magnify you. Hallowed gracious, you are holy. You are righteous. Worthy is the king. 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 Let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. Come on, church. Let's take a moment. His presence is here. Let that heart break just a little bit more before him. Break up the fallow ground. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so thankful to you, Lord. I'm thankful to you, Lord. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for ministering, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus. Lord, we love you. 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 We adore you, Father. We adore you. We adore you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, the presence of the Lord. The presence of our Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't this, isn't this why we're here? Haven't we come to praise Him? Isn't that why you've come today? To love Him, to show Him adoration. God, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful. You're wonderful, you're wonderful. Turn to someone and tell them I serve a wonderful God. Find somebody else and tell him he's wonderful to me. Give me some ladies up here. Sister Thompson's having a chest pain right now. Father, right now in the power of the Holy Ghost, I lay hands upon my sister in obedience to your word. Your word says we shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Father, we speak to the cause of this pain right now. We speak healing in this body right now. Muscles be still. Heart be still. Father, to the power, to your power, to your power, to your glory. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. We receive the miracle. We receive the miracle. We receive the miracle right now. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for it, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord praise. Your mighty hand, your mighty hand. Your mighty hand, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thou art the healer. 
Now let the healer, God, we speak it. We speak it by the power of the name of Jesus. You are the healer. You are the healer. You are the healer. Come on, let's lift our hands and give the Lord praise. Let's lift our hands and give the Lord praise. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. up here we have a rapid heartbeat we're gonna lay hands anoint with oil looks like it's heart time anybody else have a heart problem you want to come get prayed for is this all right it's okay if we interrupt God I mean God interrupts us is that all right father in obedience to your word I lay hands by the power and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I address the situation of the rapid heartbeat. You know the cause. I lay hands upon the chest of this man in the power of the Holy Ghost and the anointing of the name of Jesus. We speak right now to this condition. God, whatever the cause, reach in, Lord, with your mighty hand. You are the healer, God. You said that we would lay hands. You said that we would pray the prayer of faith. Your word says if we would anoint with oil and believe, touching any one thing, you would do it for the glory of the Father that is in heaven. Lord, bring it to pass right now. Bring it to pass. Bring it to pass. Bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. We receive it. We receive it. Heart be in peace. Heart be in peace. In the name of the Lord, let's thank God right now. Let's thank you for healing. Let's thank you for healing. Hallelujah. Come on, let's love him. This is why we're here. This is why we're here. It's why we come together. God, we love you. We praise you. Aren't we thankful? 
We're so thankful. <laughs> we can interrupt protocol. God just moves in mightily. He's an on-time, instant God. He's an instant God. He's there. There when we speak His name. There when we call on Him. Let's put our hands together. Come on, a Holy Ghost. A Holy Ghost clap to the Lord. Will you do that? Put a little energy in it. Put a little praise in it. Send up some worship to the King. God, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. We magnify you. Holy is the Lamb. Holy is the Lamb. Holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the King. Jesus. Jesus. A healer, provider. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Luke, chapter number 17. We are so thankful for all of our guests that are with us here today. If this is your first time, I pray that you have already been blessed through the ministry of music, through prayer, and through worship, and you have felt the presence of the Lord in this place. If maybe you've been coming a few times, I hope that you would see that you have found a place that you can call home. The power of God is here, the presence of the Lord. I spoke with a, a brother in just a few minutes ago, and I was so pleased. Just went and greeted him, said, it's so good to see you again. And he said, we've been coming a few times, and we moved into the area, and we found this church, and this is our home. And I could tell it's not because the people are special. It's not because the pastor special, but it's because God is special. And he is in this place every time we come together. Oh, Lord, let that be the one thing that draws men into this congregation, the presence of the Lord. Anything else draws you here, you will soon fade away because the music won't always be right. Every once in a while, the preaching might be a little off. Somebody eventually will probably say the wrong thing. But Jesus will never let you down. He will never fail you. He will always be here. Always meet you here. And if that's why you are here, you will never be disappointed. He's an incredible, loving, compassionate God. Book of Luke chapter 17 verses. We'll begin with verse number 11. We do have a few verses here to read. And we will pray and then you will be able to be seated. And it came to pass as he, the he being Jesus, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 
ten men. Everybody say ten men. That were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go and show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. And with a loud voice, he glorified God. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Where there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And there are, now, there are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. I want you to turn to your neighbor and ask him the question, where are the nine? Now answer it for him. I don't know. But I want you to know, tell him, I want you to know something. I'm the one. I don't know where the nine is, but I come to let you know today, I'm the one. I've come to give God thanks. I've come to give God praise. I've come to let him know that I'm thankful for everything he's done for me. Everything he's done for my family. Everything he's done for me as a young man, a young woman. Everything that he has provided. I, I've come to, I come to let you know that I'm the one that's come back. To say thank you Jesus. I love you Jesus. I'm the one that's going to fall on his face. Get a hold of his feet. And cry with a loud voice. And praise his mighty name. If you feel like you're the one. Will you clap your hands? Will you send up praise? Will you be thankful right now somebody? Be thankful. Be thankful. Come on, just a moment longer. I don't know where the nine are, <laughs> but I know where I am. I know what I've come to do. I know why I'm here. I've come to praise him. I've come to exalt him. I've come to bless him. I've come to love him. Somebody shout, thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you and you can be seated. I want us to know something in this, in this uh, text that was read here today. Before he called them lepers, he called them men. He said there was ten men. And then there was an additive of, and they were lepers. It is, seems like it is God's way of saying that these lepers were like any other man. They probably had families or loved ones, possessions, jobs they had lost because of their disease, situations that have arised in their life. 
no doubt when they were first excommunicated from the community because of the disease that they bore in their body. No doubt initially uh, the wife would come on a regular basis. The children would probably do their best to visit wherever it is that dad or in some cases of course even mom may be hiding out away from everybody else, gathering themselves with those of their kind, uh, sick with a disease of some kind of leprosy as well. But as time would go on, uh, I'm sure that, you know, it would grow old and people would go on because everybody knew that you were going to die of this disease. There was no cure. You weren't going to show up at home one day and say, hey, baby, I've been cured. Uh, or show up to the kids and say, daddy or mama is no longer sick with leprosy. No, once you've been classified a leper. You were cast out of the community so that others would not catch this contagious disease. And, and you were cut off from friends and you were cut off from family and you were cut off from workers and community and society. And you linked yourself up with the outcast. You linked yourself up with those who were cut off. Jesus wanted us to understand uh, that these were just men and that some of them, uh, this disease came upon them uh, at, at no control of themselves. Uh, it wasn't nothing they did. Uh, they didn't realize the blanket being sold at the market had leprosy in it. They didn't know that the house they just bought had leprosy in the walls. Uh, they didn't know the man that they shook hands with and hugged its head a few days earlier or a few months earlier, if you please, uh, had leprosy. Uh, it wasn't revealed until later and now he himself has it. It was to no fault of his own uh, that he found himself in this situation. But maybe there were some of them that, you know, they, they actually knew what they were doing. Uh, they knew that a friend of theirs had it. And yet, against all rules and regulations, uh, they would still continue to go. Maybe it was a loved one or a situation. Who knows? The point is, uh, whether, it was, uh, whether it was something they did or something done to them the bottom line they were in the same situation I want to let everybody in this building here know today no matter how well you think your life is put together no matter how well you think things are going or maybe you're the other side and things are absolutely disastrous that we are all just men the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God we are all sinners and we all need Jesus Christ but I've got good news for every man and woman that is in this building today your Savior is one cry away your Savior is one word away if you can open your mouth today and call on his name I'm here to tell you that no matter what plight you find yourself in there is an answer there is a God. There is a deliverer. Oh, 
Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I remember when I was one of those. I remember when I was in the crowd of the ten. Oh, yes. And we cried out. And we all came. And we were all healed. And we all turned. But something got a hold of this old boy's heart. And I said, wait a minute. I'm not just going to take the blessing. I want the blesser. I'm not satisfied with just getting the healing. I want the healer. I'm not satisfied with just being blessed with some provision, some job, some miracle. I want the provider. I want the miracle worker. I wonder today if I'm preaching to the one. Oh, I wish you'd get a hold of this. I wonder today if I'm preaching to the one, the one that turned around, the one that came back, the one that fell at his feet, the one that called his name, the one that worshiped him is the one here today. Are you here? Are you here? I wonder if you could stand to your feet and raise your voice and cry out to God and let him know, I'm back. I'm back. Come on, somebody. I'm back. I'm here. You can be seated. I didn't just take your blessing. I didn't just take your healing. I didn't just take your provision. I want you to know, Lord, I'm back. I'm here. I'm at your feet. I love you. I want to serve you. I want to give you my life. I want to give you everything I am. I am here. And I am crying out to you with a loud voice. Clap your hands to the Lord and give God praise. They were just men. Situations, difficulties. Sin has a way of isolating us. Have you ever noticed it always isolates you from the things you love and the things you need? And it isolates you to the things you hate, and the things that want to destroy you. Sin has a way of oscillating us from the good things that God wants to give us. It's the reason why drunks are always with drunks. It's the reason why druggies are always with druggies. In a dark alley or a drug house somewhere, the drunks are sitting at a stool together in a boardroom, sexual addicts are in some dark adult place where the windows are painted black, gathering in together, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Because like leprosy, sin has a way of causing you to collect yourself amongst those who are caught up in the same kind of sin and, and, and horribleness in your spirit. But I've come to tell you, the Holy Ghost has come to tell you today 
that you can be the one you hear me you can be the one that breaks away you can be the one that comes out of the crowd you can be the one that turns around you can be the one that says I'm done you can be the one that says it's over you can be the one that says no more you can be the one that says I am going back to the blesser I'm going back to the healer I'm going back to the one I'm going back to, to the one that gave me my family I'm going back to the one where I know there's peace I'm going back to the one where I know there's hope come on somebody you gotta be willing to break this thing you gotta be willing to stand up you gotta be willing to step out and say I'm gonna be the one that comes running back to the feet of Jesus Christ my Lord Praise him, 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 praise him. Just a little while longer here today. I hope something gets a hold of your heart. I hope it gets a hold of your spirit. Why don't you just say it? I'm going to be the one. Say it, I'm going to be the one. Do you really mean to say, I'm going to be the one? <laughs> Woo! Sin will isolate you. Sin will humiliate you unto no end. The Bible says that when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. With sin comes tremendous loss. We all know people because of sin, they've lost their families, their husbands, their wives, their children, their jobs, their friends, everything. Sin will rob all of that from you. And it also means eventually that you will die. You will not survive in the midst of sin. There's no cure for it. No, psychology cannot help you. Alcoholic Anonymous cannot help you. Oh, no, friend, I'm sorry. Drug rehabilitation, I'm sorry, but their percentages are so low. And let me tell you something. When you're done with AA, they tell you to confess this for the rest of your life. I am an alcoholic. I will always be an alcoholic. I'll tell you what God says. God God says when you come to him, you're a new creature in Christ. Old things die. You become a new man. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become. That's why you got to break out. That's why you got to break out. That's why you got to break out. You got to be the one. You got to be the one that's willing to break away from all of that and say, I need God. I've got to have God. I'm getting back to God. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord said, go show yourself to the priest. Really? <laughs> We've been hanging around the priest for 30 years. Ain't nothing happened. I've watched a thousand lepers come, and I've watched a thousand lepers die. Ain't one of their little shakes done nothing. No, there wasn't no leper ever healed from that mess. <laughs> While they were running, 
it wasn't the priest that healed them. It was the obedience to the word of God. God said, go show yourself to the priest. While they were running towards the priest, the Bible says they begin to notice that cleansing came into their bodies and their skin. And, and they could see the leprosy had left. The other nine kept running. Oh, yes, they did. Some of them probably went home to mama. Oh, mama, I'm healed. Went home to the children. Children, I'm healed. Probably went and found their old 401K. Find out how much interest they've gained since they've been in the leprosy camp. I don't know where they went or what they were doing, but one of them said, Mama can wait. The children can wait. The money can wait. I've got to get back to the one. I believe it was the Lord that said, if you love them more than me, you're not worthy of me. Come on. You can't let anything be an excuse why you're not running to Jesus Christ to fall at his feet. This room is full of men and women, young men and young ladies. We are blessed of God. God has touched us. But sadly to say, too many of us take the blessing and go back out in the world. We go back to the things of the world. But there's one here. I know there is. There's one here that's going to say, no, I'm coming back to the blesser. I'm coming back to the healer. I'm coming back to my God. Clap your hands to the Lord. Come on, let's give him praise. Give him praise. Go show yourself to the priest. Go see your psychologist. Now don't misunderstand, Pastor. I've met a few of you. You need one. There's, there's some Monday mornings I get up, guys. And Sister Jackie, I wish you was on my front porch. So I go sit out there and just let you talk to me and fix whatever's going on up in here. So I'm not knocking the fact that men can help men. Don't misunderstand that. I don't even mean that even in the AA, they can give you some good little things that'll help you along the way. Even drugs. These say I'm not. I'm not saying that they are useless. In fact, in fact, the Bible says that while they ran, they were healed. While they were on their way to the Alcoholic Anonymous, while they were on their way to the rug, the drug rehabilitation, while they were on their way to the marriage counseling. You do know marriage counseling is the biggest force on the planet, right? I have been marriage counseling for 35 years, and I have learned one thing. My words mean nothing. They are going to do whatever they want to do. And they are there in my office hoping I will justify one of them. The 
man's there saying, he's going to prove I'm right. And the woman's there saying, she's going to prove I'm, I'm right. I got news for you. The fact that both of you had to come into my office, you were both dead wrong. Dead wrong. Because you have already messed up the commandment of God. Now, Pastor is going to start here real soon. Some 10 o'clock a.m. marriage counseling classes. Not counseling, just teaching classes. But we're going to go through and show you how to keep a pretty little lady happy. The way you keep women happy, men, is you let them massage your feet as often as they want. Sister Rush, you don't look like you appreciated that. I'm just kidding. We're going to have that. Here's my point. We run to the counselors. We run to all of these things. Now watch me. We get there, and yes, they can help a little bit. They were healed. They were cleansed on the way. AA may get the alcohol out of you. Drug rehab may get the drugs out of you. Marriage counseling may temporarily put your, your marriage back together. But I'm going to tell you, only one was made whole. The others were cleansed, but one of them was made whole. And so I ask you today, do you want to call yourself an alcoholic for the rest of your life? Or do you want to be able to stand up and say, I'm a new creature in Christ? Do you want to be a drug addict for the rest of your life? A meth addict or whatever addict out there? Or do you, need a, do you want to be able to stand up and say, I found a new high. I found a new glory. I found a new way. Do you want to be in and out of marriage counseling for the next 20 years? Or do you want to get up and run back to Jesus and say, Jesus, I love you, I cherish you, I adore you, I need you. Come on, I wonder, is the one here? Are you here? Are you here? Or are you just satisfied with a cleansing? Or are you just satisfied with a little blessing? Satisfied with a little help? Or are you going to say, no, this time... I want everything God has. I want his word. I want his love. I want his goodness. I want his power. I want his name. And I want his cleansing. And I want his wholeness. Come on, love him, love him, love him. Just a little longer. They cried out to him. I'm just going to be a moment longer. Jesus, Master, wow, Master. I believe that was the revelation that the woman received when she fell at the feet of Jesus Christ. And he said, it is not meet that I give the bread of the children or the children's bread. I'm sure you quizzers know how that go. To the dogs. Her response was, Yea, Lord, yes, Master, 
she recognized his rule and his reign in his life. And he said, Master, under her, had that revelation. Let me move on. I want to I wanna wrap this up here in just a moment. Look at your neighbor and say, I am that one. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about God. God requires nothing from you to bless you. It rains on the just and the unjust. When God said, in the last days, I'm, he said, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. It's going to fall on everybody. Not everybody's going to reach up and get a hold of it, but it's going to fall on everybody. Every tribe, every tongue, every race, every nation, every people. It's going to fall on everyone. He, he doesn't, there's nothing special from you that needs to come towards him in order for you to receive a blessing. You can come into a church like this and, and never dedicate your life, never give yourself over to him, not even repent of your sins. But I'm here to tell you right now, when God moves in a congregation like this, and you lift your hands, the same power that's moving on the brother next to you and the sister next to you is going to move on you. It's just in the house. And this is what happens so often. And this is what I hope changes right here today in this building for you. Oh, please listen to pastor. This has got to go beyond you just simply coming to a church that you can feel God. And, and your life is horrible out in the world. And so you run into this place and you feel the presence of the Lord and you get rejuvenated and you get blessed and you get strengthened. But you go right back out into that that old world and you haven't really given anything to him you just run back towards the priest but that's okay I'm cleansed I'm going to run back towards the priest it's okay I, I've got a blessing I've been touched financially I've been touched in my heart I've come to tell you the Holy Ghost has come to tell you today there's a higher dimension there's a greater walk with God there's there's a deeper move in the spirit. Get religion out of your life and let God replace it. Let the presence of the Holy Ghost not only touch you here, but let it touch you when you get up in the morning. Let it be upon you when you get in your car. Let it go with you when you go to work. Let it go with you when you come home, when you lay down tonight and do it every day of the week until you come back and worship him again. I am going to be the one. I wish somebody would join me today. I wish you'd stand to your feet right now and cry that out. I'm going to be the one. Come on. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one. Come on, mean it in your heart. I'm going to be the one. I'm not here just for a blessing. I want him. 
I want him. Just a few more minutes, music, you can come. I hope this gets a hold of you. I hope this is getting in your heart. I hope this is getting in your mind. That whoever you are here today, before you leave this building, you can be seated. I got a couple more minutes. I don't want you to make you stand up too long. I'm just faking you out by getting the music. But I hope somehow something's just sort of moving in you a little bit. Just a little. That says, you know what? There is more to this. There's more than coming to church and trying to get the right man. Huh? More than coming to the church and trying to get the right girl. Some of you, some of you guys fall for that. Let me tell you something. Don't chase people chasing priests. You need to chase the one that's running back to Jesus. You chase people chasing religion, you're going to be in trouble. You got to go beneath that physical facade that they have, and you got to find out that there's a genuine hunger on the inside of their heart because once they hook that meat hook in you and you say I do I have seen it too often the tables turn now you have a totally different woman a totally different man because they were chasing the priest they weren't chasing God they were running after religion just long enough to look good for you to get their skin cleansed to look good on the outside but I want to tell you you want them good on the inside and the only way that's going to happen is if they're running after Jesus Jesus, if they're coming back for the Lord, if they're throwing themselves at his feet, my God have mercy, I fill it up in this place. After a while, they ought to make a move, huh? I mean, after a few weeks and a few months, somebody ought to be making a move towards Jesus. You better, you need to look at who they're running towards. I don't know why I got off on all of that. Man, I done hit marriage counseling today. Now I'm hitting false dating. Be not unequally yoked. I don't mind you going out and getting them, but drag them in and make sure they get in. We got we got lots of. Sean Dooley went out and got his. He's sick at home right now, and the woman went out and got. She taking care of it. Probably massaging his feet. Just trying to keep her happy. Oh, God, how to, how to influence people and make friends. But he went out and found that beautiful lady, brought her in, but he did it right. He didn't date her. He brought her in. He said, you're going to date Jesus before you date me. <laughs> I want you, but you're going to date Jesus first. That's all right, as long as you bring them here and they date Jesus. And you know for sure they're not chasing after priests, and they're running after him. And when you know that, and then she prayed through, man, got the Holy Ghost, and then he let her, he watched her ride for another year. Oh, yeah. I see you at his feet. I just want to make sure you're going to stay there. Because that's where I'm going to be for the rest of my life, at his feet. And I am not going to be trying to drag you along or have you try to drag me out. Somebody say, I'm going to be the one. And so I'm going to make sure it's right. You make sure they're running after him and not after the priest. 
I'm trying to be evangelistic, but I keep, be, I keep going back into being a pastor. Whew. Where was I at? Oh, yeah. As people come in and get blessed, run back out to the priest. No, 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 no. It's time to turn around and say, I'm going to be the one that comes back after the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is what's happening right here in this place. Some of you, you have been touched by God. You have been blessed by God. And you say, well, I must be okay. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm blessed. Listen, Cornelius was blessed. He prayed, sent up alms before the Lord. He was blessed of God. God sent a prophet his way. But until Cornelius and his household fell at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and was filled with the power of the Holy Ghost and baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, they were just chasing priests. The blessings were there. The strength was there. The anointing was there. The cleansing was there. Everything was there. But you're just chasing priests. You're just being religious. You're just coming and being blessed. You're coming and being touched. You're praying just long enough to have God move in an area in your life. But you have never given yourself over to him. You have never turned around. Listen, you have never turned around in the middle of your blessing. While they were running, they were being cleansed. In the middle of their miracle, he stopped and turned back around. Now, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to be truthful. Most of us don't turn around until the blessing stops. Hmm? We get to the end of the blessing, and now trouble's back. Huh? He's about things going wrong again. The, uh, how, how, do they, how do they say that? The, the apple cart is turned over. Is that what they say? Some kind of topsy, whatever. Okay, so things, the applesauce don't mess up. I don't know what it is. Anyway, things have gone wrong. Trouble has hit again. Sickness back in the body. Children going crazy again. Wife going wacko. Didn't let her massage your feet enough. Man gone, gone just beside himself insane and things all kind. So what do you do? Now you turn back around and you run back to Jesus. And you get back in this place and the blessings come back down. And the man prays back through. The wife prays back through. The kids get back in order. Here you go. Running back towards the priest. And you just keep running till the blessing falls out. I wonder today if the one is in the building. That in the middle of your blessing not in the middle of trouble not in the middle of disaster not in the middle of heartache not in the middle of hard times hard times or hard things but in the middle of my blessing while he's touching me while he's blessing me while everything's alright I'm going to run back to the blesser I'm going to let's stand to our feet I'm going to run back and get a hold of the one that is touching me and blessing me and helping me. Clap your hands to the Lord. Give him praise. Let's praise him for a moment. Woo! Where are the other nine? You know what concerns me on that is the ratio. Is that only one out of ten came? 
you could almost hear the heartbreak in the words of Jesus. Were there not nine others? Some of those were probably Jews. And I'll tell you how I assume that. Because Jesus took the time to point out that the one that came and fell at his feet was a Samaritan, a stranger. It's like he was saying, wait a minute, wait. The other nine were mine. They, they knew the law of Moses. They heard the stories of the cloud by day and the fire by night, the manna that fell and fed, the quail that came from the east wind. They heard the stories of the great deliverance from Pharaoh. They, they heard about Naaman being healed of leprosy. They heard of all of the great wonderful miracles. They heard about all of these things, and somehow they heard about me because when they cried out, they said, Jesus, Jesus, Master. Have mercy Lepers And so I said to them Go see the priests You know the law You know my word You're part of the Abrahamic covenant Go, go. You're from the descendants of the tribe Israel, go see the priest. You know what to do. You're religious. Go. But one of them wasn't caught up in all that stuff. He's a Samaritan. He's a stranger. But you could feel the heartbeat of the Lord when he said, Where are the others? Where's my church? It's almost like God was saying, you know, okay, I can kind of maybe understand this or have a hard time understanding this one here. Doesn't, I haven't been blessing him. He, his family, he, he's a Samaritan. He's a dog. He's an outcast. He's a stranger. Yet he's the one that returns and comes. And my very own people just keep running with the blessing. They just keep running with the things I do for them and the blessings I put on them and the goodness that I share with them, the power that I give them. They just kept running with that. But this one stranger, this one stranger, what do you say, church? We want the stranger to come, right? We want the drug addict and the alcoholic. We want the those of illicit and immoral and unbiblical lifestyle to come. We want the bigots and the haters and the racists, the wife beaters, child molesters. We want them to come because God loves them. 
But I don't think that we as the church should ever let a stranger out-worship us at the feet of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, I want to tell you how you know you're running after priest and not him. Is when you can come and go from church and you can feel his blessings and even give a little praise and even give a little worship. But you just, when church is over, you just make your way back out. No true homage to the Lord. No true praise to Him. No truth. Nowhere's in that service did you really stop in the middle of the blessings and say, Lord, everything I have is because of you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. So I want to tell you who this altar call is for today. It's for both the stranger and for the other nine who today will say in your heart, I'm going to be the one. Today, I'm going to turn around in the middle of my blessing and I am coming back to the blesser. And I am going to wrap my hands around his feet, my arms around his legs. And I am going to let my tears fall upon his feet. And I love what the Bible says. The Bible said that the one cried out with a loud voice. You know what that tells me? That tells me that while he was a leper... And he cried out, Jesus, have mercy on me. That tells me that when he fell at his feet, he cried just as loud. He hollered out just as loud, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. I wonder today if there's a stranger in the house. You've never had the Holy Ghost. You've never been baptized in Jesus' name. I wonder if you would come to this altar. And I wonder if you would cry out. God's been blessing you in this service. He's been blessing you for the last few times that you have come. But I wonder today, in the middle of your blessing, if you could turn around, sir, ma'am, and come running to his feet and say, I don't want just the blessing. I want the blesser. I want more than the miracle. I want the miracle worker. I want you, Jesus. I wonder... I wonder, ma'am, if you're here. Sir, are you here? Young lady, young man, are you here? God's been blessing you. 
you've been running in his blessings and God's been cleansing you he's been touching you but it's time to turn around stop chasing religion stop chasing blessings stop chasing those things and come get a hold of God and let God put his spirit in you let God anoint you let God fill you let him touch you today say to God I wonder I wonder if we can let something rise up inside of us I wonder if the other nine will turn around I wonder if the church will come back I wonder if the covenant the covenant chosen ones will turn around and come back I wonder Will you reach for him today? Will you cry out to him today? Everybody praying. Everybody mind on the Lord right now. Don't stop praying. I want you to see yourself. Here we are. We're running. He's proclaimed a blessing in our life. We look down. The sores are gone. Skin is cleansed. Oh, my God. Oh, my. He did it for me. I asked him. And he did it for me. Sure, I want to run home to the wife or the husband. I want to run home to the children. Oh, yes, of course. But, oh, there's something beating in my heart. There's something pounding in my chest. I've got to get back. i got to get back. That's what I feel in this place right now. God's been blessing us. God's been good to us. But now... It's time to stop and just turn around. Watch this now. This time, 
when the man returned, he wasn't seeking healing or blessings or miracles or anything. He wanted nothing but him. He just wanted him. And that's what I feel in this altar. Can we put our needs and our requests aside? And can we just wrap our arms around him? You've already blessed me. You've already done all these things. I'm not coming to you right now, Lord, to ask you for anything. I'm not here, God, to plead my cause or my case or to ask you to do. I'm here, God. I'm the one. I want you. I just want to love you. I want to wrap my arms around you. I want to praise you. I want to adore you. Is the one in the building? Is the one in the building? Is the one in the building? Are you here, sir, ma'am? Are you here? Is there something in your heart that says, Lord, I just want you. I'm here because I want you. I'm not here for any other reason. I'm not here for healing. I'm not here for financial blessing. I'm not here for deliverance. I'm not here for any of these things. You've already done wonderful things for me I'm here God because I want to love you I'm here because I want to praise you I'm here because I want to adore you will you call out to him as we worship the Lord come on hear it hear it come on come on come on Your arms around me. Wrap me in your 